0: welcome to the Trade Mastermind podcast. This is the Trade Secrets Series. I'll be your host, Joseph Valente, and this is the number one podcast for the trade and construction industry. We are the secret to starting, scaling, and growing your trade or construction business. Hi, I'm Joseph Valente. Today, I have a very, very special guest. Um, I would like to say that this guest is a true underdog champion that has started from nothing, has created um, something so spectacular, and I believe that Charlie is a true underdog champion. So um, without further ado, let me introduce you, the main man, Mr. Charlie Mullins, OBE.
1: Great introduction, Joseph, and uh, it's a pleasure to be interviewed by yourself and uh, really looking forward to it, mate.
0: Thanks so much for having me here. Um, Thanks for welcoming welcoming us into the home. I mean, we're actually sat in your bedroom right now, which is really cool. Wasn't expecting this. Um, But what a beautiful house it is.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's the nuts, you know what I mean? There's no two ways about that. And uh, a few celebrity people live in the building and that's all lovely. Obviously not going to say (laughs) who. But, yeah, absolutely, uh, you know, I've, I've never lived in a better place, if I'm being honest, and right on the river.
0: For me, like, from one plumber to another, you know, I speak to and train a lot of businesses, and um, people listening to this podcast will be from uh, from all sectors but people in the construction industry. And I'm always saying, begin with the end in mind. And I want to ask you, you know, when you started in 1979 with an old van and a bag of tools, did you think that you were going to create the empire that you built and that we'd be sat here opposite the MI5 building all these years later?
1: Uh, No, undoubtedly not. No way. I mean, I was happy, you know, I'd finished my apprenticeship, become self-employed and uh, I'd have been happy just to be a plumber. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you are going to earn loads of dosh and never go out of work. And uh, that, that would have done me. And it sort of progressed from there, you know, once you get the flavour of, um, you know, wanting to be a bit more successful, then uh, it just continued and, and, and you know, it took 41 years, it's been a, a lifetime, uh, in, a, in a way, in the workplace. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I, I could never foresee where, where this is, but I don't think it comes much better than this. <laughs>
0: Definitely not. And, uh, you know, going on to create Pimlico and one of probably, if not the most famous brand um, in the plumbing market, in construction, in the UK, in the world, as an independent, um, it's just been, you know, from the outside incredible to watch. You inspired me at the age of 16 to get into um, plumbing and heating and then to go on and start a business. I'm really intrigued to know how you went from tradesman to businessman. How did that journey evolve? Because so many in the construction industry get stuck on the tools and they don't progress. So what was it that drove you to progress if you didn't think that you were going to end up here?
1: Yeah, well, I think it's good to dream and, and, and you know, think of big asses and, you know, lovely cars and earn lots of dosh. Um But, you know, in reality, that's not what I set out. I just set out to be successful and earn a good living. And, um, you know, as you say, the big changeover from being on the tools to in the office, I mean, you know, it was a nightmare. And, uh, you know, I was like a tiger in a cage coming off the tools. But, you know, you you can't sort of steer the ship and feed the boiler. You know, you can only do one or the other. And once you make that decision to come off it, then you, you really have no option. You've either got to get on with it or get back on the tools. And, um, you know, that, that's what I've done. And, and, you know, I used to think I was a pretty good plumber. Yeah. And I now think I'm a pretty good businessman. So. Could you still pick up the tools now, do you think? <laughs> How many years has it been? Um, uh, probably 30-odd probably <laughs> years. So, so the answer is... I don't pick up the tools, but do I still mess about yeah. if I see something not right on plumbing, you know, do a little bit of an adjustment and yeah, yeah, yeah on that. But um, no, fortunately, I put the tools behind me. And, what age uh,
0: were you when you got the tools out of interest? Uh, I would you say
1: um, if the business was going 41 years, 41 years, uh, 41. About 27, 28. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, Excellent stuff. I I was about
0: uh, 24 when I got off the talk. Did you? Yeah. 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 Um, I know you've, uh, we were listening to um, a documentary uh, that I've seen before on the way up just to kind of refresh some of the questions. And one thing that's really intrigued me is there was a guy in your life when you were very young that you looked up to that had the money, the cars, the holidays, and one statement that you made was that if he was a bank robber, you'd have been a bank robber. If he was a plumber, you'd have been a plumber. Well, I was expelled from school at 15 the same. Um, My dad left when I was 13, and there was this young 25-year-old guy who had a BMW and a beautiful girlfriend and loads of money. And I looked up to him exactly the same as the way that you did. Do you think that guy's been it all in the early days for you and uh, Undoubtedly.
1: you know undoubtedly I, I used to bunk off school when i was about 10 11 and 12 and and help this local plumber called bill ellis and as you said you know I had motorbike car holidays money nice home nice everything and i just thought myself you know if, if that's what he's done by becoming mm-hmm. a plumber then that's what i need to be and rightly as you said if he'd have been a bank robber i've been a bank robber yeah. uh, probably not a good one but um you know, and, and, you know, we all learn off somebody. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and we're all good at one f- something. And once you, you you know what you're good at and if you just stick with it and get on with it, you're going to get there. You're going to mm. get there. So this guy was a great inspiration. Um, and, uh, as I say, we all learn off of somebody. And, um, you know, undoubtedly he, he was my inspiration. And, um, you, you know, when I look back on it, I left school... Uh, 15 Mm -hmm. and and, you know little education and obviously no qualifications and and I realise now that was a massive mistake you know I should have left at 14 (laughs) there's no point in being there you know you you know what you're going to be I'm going to be a plumber that's what I'm going to concentrate on and there's many times then people were saying, you know, you ain't going to make it, you ain't going to do this. You get all them pest people, like teachers, I think they call them. And, um, you know, I actually think that when you go in the workplace, that's when your education really starts. Yep. And, you know, you get out there and, and, and every day is like you're learning something and, and things you could never learn at school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about getting out there and doing it. And um, that, that, that's what i When done. you
0: went to work, were you, um, I'll take it you weren't, a, you know, you weren't a good guy in school and probably messed about a lot and didn't get on and bunked off, like you said, just like me. But when you went into the working world, did you change completely and get fully committed? Totally,
1: totally, totally. It was like a a dream come Mm. true, you know. If you don't want to be at school, it's like agony. And, Mm. you know, I I come from a poor background Mm. and uh, we needed to have money and get money. Mm. So I've been working since I've been about nine or ten. Uh, earning, you know, car washing, running errands, and, and, you know, all the jobs you would do. Mm-hmm. And and I think that gave me a good sort of start off with it. Mm. And, um, you know, let's, let's not kid anybody. We, we, we need money. I know it's not all about money, but as Michael Caine says, he's been rich and he's been poor. And uh, he knows which one he prefers, and so do yep. I.
0: Lovely. And in terms of um, what you saw in the market, because I think, again, you're a true pioneer in the space. You pioneered something, really, that's kind of a never been done before as far as I can see and you know plumbing is a very um saturated market across many areas but you've been able to carve out um such a um well-known and well-respected brand what was it that you saw that has gone on to drive the success that you've been able to achieve within that space yeah
1: look to be honest you you, you know me you know we've done stuff mm. before in business and uh so you sort of know uh, my mind so I like to keep things simple mm. and when I went you know, properly into the plumbing, you know, I was going to people's houses and, and, and this is when, when I had a, a plumber teaching me and I was moaning about the plumber not turning up, arse hanging out his trousers, dirty old van, not doing the job properly, not transparent, not finishing, not tidying up. And I thought to myself, you know what, I don't want to be, I don't want people to be talking to me about mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. I thought to myself, all I'll do is, is the opposite to So I've done a list of all the things that are wrong in that industry, not yeah. all of them, about 20 things, and I've done the opposite. You know, so in other words, turn up on time, be smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, don't have a dirty old van. Don't have your arse hanging out your trousers. Put a uniform on. So I just done the opposite, and then I look back on it, and I don't think I've done anything clever. What yeah. I've done is the right way. Yeah. And and then I quickly learned that people will always pay for quality. Yeah. So, you know, if you're if you've got a, a quality suit or shoes or a product or you're doing decorating in someone's house, people will always pay for quality. And I, and I believe that if you offer a, a quality product, then it sells, mm. you know, whether it be plumbing or mm-hmm. or soup, you know, yeah. whatever you do, it's all about quality. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, Pimlico Plumbers was a great success because of the quality of service mm-hmm. that we offered mm-hmm. and the fact that we've done it right. You yeah, know, there's yeah. no better way to run a business than doing it the right way. Mm-hmm.
0: And I just want to tell you a story because me and Izzy, Izzy was listening to the documentary this morning and he's been with me for now for quite some time and knows my journey. And he was like, hang on. Like, is this um, not exactly... Um, what you've tried to do and I said "No, this is where I got my inspiration from so when I was 22 years of age because I remember there was a Channel 4 documentary Pimlico Palmas right Yeah. and it went around and followed your guys and you talked about the Pimlico Bible and all of this type of stuff and I must have been 18, 19 I was already a qualified gas engineer at the time I was making 40 grand a year I was doing well but I wanted to start my own business and I remember saying that is what I'm going to do so at 22 quit my job took out a 15,000 pound loan no idea how to run a company but one of the things I bought was a 500 pound Ted Baker suit off the back of that documentary and I bought an umbrella and I bought a briefcase I bought a tie yeah. and I bought a pocket square and what I wanted to do was do exactly what you said and I hit the high street I went to a state agent walking in there like a stockbroker yeah, and to change that perception and they literally looked at me like who is this guy and um, first they didn't know quite how to interpret it, but then when I went back again, I was able to build and win these contracts so quickly because I became known um, as the guy that was quality, yeah. dressed smart, well, and that was all inspired from you. So yeah. well, um, thank you very much well, for the well, inspiration. Look, many, go on, sorry. No, 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 it just goes to show how much of an effect what you've achieved has had on so many other business owners, not just on what you've created in your own empire.
1: Yeah, well, well, I'm over the moon with that because it's been said many times and it's very important is is how you present yourself, you know, mm. how, you, how, you, how you look and, and how you behave, you know, and, and how you deal with people. And, um, you know, undoubtedly they're, they're, they're a great step forward and it proved the point, as you just said, mm. you, you smarted yourself up. You know, we was wearing good uniforms at the time, smart uniform, and, you know, and we employed smart people. And you know yourself that... If a smart person turns up at your house, you normally get a tidy job. Yeah. If a scruffy bastard turns up, you get a scruffy job. Mm-hmm. So it, presentation is important and it doesn't matter whatever business you're doing. You know, even if you're you know, stuck in an office, you know, just the way you present yourself or, or at some stage you will meet up with people mm-hmm. and you don't want to be going there. You want to look the part you know, and, and, and that's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so it's a very basic tip. But it's an important tip, you know, it's something that you look at. How look.
0: many people in the construction industry don't do it? Literally, they, 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 they do the okay. same things wrong and actually not by reinventing the wheel, but modifying the wheel has made you stand out. And it's, that's what's worked for me in business as well.
1: Yeah, well, you, you either go along with the flow or, mm-hmm. or you stand up and, and be candid and be a little bit different. Now, in business, you've got to be different yeah. because every, if not everyone will, mm-hmm. will be a millionaire. So you have got to think different, you have got to act different, you've got to work different. You know, let's not kid anyone, um, you, you, you know, the, the, the amount of hard work you have to put mm-hmm. in to get a business. But I would say to anybody that, you know, when you have got your own business, there's no business like your own, mm-hmm. like your own business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a wonderful feeling, and you haven't necessarily got to get to the top of the tree, long as you're or top of the ladder, long as you're on the ladder, yeah. and you move gradual, and and you know, and, and that's lovely, you know, just, mm-hmm. just just I think to have your own business is something else. Mm-hmm.
0: In this day and age, I mean, now more than ever, you can see that everybody's trying to build their personal brand and trying to create brand, and in 2022, people are going to really have to stand out to make an impact. Mm-hmm. You. Um, Are a master of um, building brand. You know, Pimlico is phenomenal. But from somebody that wasn't educated, that did leave school early, that went into industry, what, how, how is true entrepreneurship? Is how you've done it, and I think how, what, what, what have you. What would you? What advice would you give around building a brand, and how have you um, built such a successful brand? What tips would you recommend? Yeah, well,
1: look, one of the one of the the things I would say, but besides the presentation and quality of Mm -hmm. service, um, the 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 other thing is what I started from day one is to retain your customer Mm -hmm. base, and and the best customer you can have is an existing customer, Mm -hmm. and in the end, Pimlico is doing two and a half three thousand jobs a week, and eighty percent of the customer had used us before. So that got us through recessions, it got us through all difficult times out there. And, you know, not only did we become recession proof, we we become um, COVID proof. You know, we was busier than ever. So retain your customers, build up a customer base. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've still got customers now that, um, are using me from when I was on the tools yeah. I mean most of them are dead but there's still a few out there um, and if you retain your customer then you're going to get through anything so build up a customer base from day one mm-hmm. and, and and that will get you through and uh, you know it, it, it's proved the, the the point of that because to retain customers is so important it's yeah. an important thing um, there's many other things um, that you've got to do, do out there and, and I think you've also got to be You know, you can't be sort of... You've got to be fair with people. You've got to give them... You know, another great tip is, um, you know, value for money. People don't want to be ripped off. They, they, you know, so... If you're talking prices with people, and and I'm not saying necessarily negotiate that suits everybody, but you know let people know what they're getting for their money. Yeah. You know we're we're not the cheapest plumbers in the world, thank God, because we'd be out yeah. of business. Um, but we're certainly the best, and 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 I think we give value for money. And people will say, I go back to say, they will always pay for a quality service. You know, you're you're giving them a proper invoice, you're you're giving them a guarantee, you're yeah. you're turning up on time, and They trust you, so people will pay for that. What
0: I admire about, um, you know, the message that... I feel that you've put into the market, or how I have perceived it over the years, is that you know we own the fact that we are not the cheapest, and you know we might not be the most expensive, but you definitely charge a premium for your service, and rightly so, you know. And across the industry, it's always been, yeah, but you know, Pimlico Plumbers times five times what we do, and all of this type of stuff. But you've been able to own that and put a real PR spin on it, and actually, that's probably attracted a higher net worth of clients did, yeah. to your business, and. Has that been a huge part of, um, of course, getting yeah. better clientele?
1: Uh, undoubtedly, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go back to what I'm saying here. People will pay for quality. And uh, if, they, you know yourself, we Pimlico may turn up on a job and we may get it done in an hour. Yeah. And, and, and so we're £100 an hour. And then you might get another plumber and he takes two to three hours mm-hmm. and he's 60 quid an hour. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So, I mean, you know yourself, in plumbing, cheapest is just the dearest. Mm. You know, you've got to get it right. I mean, many times we've gone and put other people's work right and, you know, they, they got them in the first place because they was cheap. In the end, it works out expensive yeah. for them. So there's no shortcuts in, 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 well, I don't think there's shortcuts in any business, mm-hmm. you know, give someone the, the right product, charge the, 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 the correct money for it mm-hmm. uh, and give people value for money.
0: And and that's the important bit again for those listening here to showcase the value. I have a training company now, and we train um, construction businesses to scale. We've got about fifteen hundred clients across the country, from one man bands doing a hundred thousand a year to guys doing right. um, five to ten million a year. And one of the challenges that I was teaching, I'm teaching them how to grow their revenues, drive the sales and you know every person well you know every customer wants it cheap but if you are going in um and you're two grand and he's going in and he's 1500 but your presentation you're unbranded you've not got a sales pitch you've got no brochure you're not showcasing that customer any other value than what the guy in the white van is that's 500 pounds cheaper so why would they pay a premium but for your business you've really gone hard on the value and um the uh, presentation and everything that comes along with it. And I think that is what people need to see to realise that you can charge more, but you have got to provide a better service and value for money if you want to.
1: Yeah, undoubtedly. And, and, and the fact that, you know, the 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 customers got trust in you, you know. And, and I always say to anybody in business, you know, be honest. You know, mm-hmm. we, we was a company that, if one of their plumbers couldn't turn up, we wouldn't ring up and make out the van's broke down or he's got a bad arm or his wife's sick or the dog's sick or it's the postman's birthday. Yeah. We would honestly say, look, he's running yeah. late. And and I think people respect that in business. Yeah. I think it's so important to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, they just say, oh, OK, look, not a problem. Can you get me someone in a couple of hours? You know, you still mm-hmm. got it. But when you know, too many people, oh, you know, the traffic was bad, and, yep. you know, a wife, like, you know, had a moan at me or something, you know what I mean? you you got, got to be honest of, of, of why you're not there, and, and, and let people believe in you, and if they believe in you, um, they're going to use you. Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, you know, I've seen over the years, again, you know, i followed your journey for a very, very long time, and you've aligned yourself with a lot of celebrity clientele. And do you think that it's important when building brand that you are aligning brands with, you know, other big brands? And is that, has that contributed to your success? Oh, undoubtedly,
1: undoubtedly. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> if, if some, uh, uh, a politician used you, we had, <laughs> you know, men, many, many, many uh, famous customers and, you know, film stars, pop stars, you know, Joan Collins, uh, take that with, uh, what's his name, Robbie Williams-Geezer, um, um, Ellen Mirren. Um, what's the one? Joanna Lumley. Like yep. there's thousands we use, yep. and not, you know if if they who use the you, first one? who was the first yeah. one? Michael Winner.
0: Michael Winner.
1: Michael Winner, yeah, and, and was
0: it once you've got kind of one um, caliber of clientele like that, they tell their friends? Oh, yeah, or exactly, it. Well,
1: yeah, they're no, they're no different from a normal person. They yeah. they they meet up with people and say, look, I've had Pimlico round and they've done a good job, and, yeah. and and whether they're a celebrity or not, um, mm-hmm. they're going to say that. But of course, celebrities mix with celebrities, mm-hmm. and you know, and then yeah, they, they, they just go round telling um, who they've had, and mm-hmm. in the end, it becomes fashionable to use Pimlico plumbers, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, our, our mm-hmm. office walls are lined with um, celebrities. They've yeah. been uh, happy, happy with the jobs, and uh, you know it's been Georgie Best, the late Georgie Best, we used to work for, and many, many in the che- I can't remember the Chelsea manager. What's that geezer says who's the one? He says I'm the one or something. Uh, uh, he Jose went. Marino. That's him, and nice. um, yeah, lo- loads nice. of that. And and but look, we don't treat any whether you're a yeah. celebrity or not a celebrity, we treat all the customer the same. They yeah. get the same service, same charge. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, of course, it's great to work for some celebrity I mean, people. You
0: know, you, we, it was fashionable to use Pimlico Plumbers. is absolute baller um, yeah. that you've been able to do that and turn something so um, so I do not say standard, but you know. It's something that everybody needs, but it isn't the sexiest service on the planet, let's face it. But you've made it sexy, you've made it cool, you've made it fashionable. Well, I, I think um, to be
1: a tradesman or to be a plumber as a tradesman, it, mm. it's trendy, it's fashionable. Yeah. I mean, let's be fair, they used to say at one time they done a survey, and you know, guys would go out having a drink and they'd make out they're a footballer. Well now I heard that people was making out there was a plumber. Yeah. So if you are one and uh you know, it's it's great, you know, people I think yeah. people people respect tradespeople now, people respect businesses a lot more now. And I remember when, when you know, I first started off on a company as an apprentice, I was working in a big ass in I don't know, Wimbledon, Rich Richmond and Rains Park and uh you know the customer used to tell you to go round the back they had like a little sign saying tradesman's entrance mm. you know go round the back now you go Eaton Square or or Lowndes Square and uh, or Knightsbridge and the customer's like at the front door greeting you like mm-hmm. with a big mm-hmm. smile and giving you a cup of tea mm-hmm. so it, things have changed over the years mm-hmm. and, and I think you know you, you can step yourself up the the you know that you can you can give these people what they want.
0: Mm-hmm. Love that and you know again for the for the construction um, audience listening to this, take this advice because 2022 is going to be a big year. Um, we started the Trade Mastermind, which is the training company, back in January 2020. I had to exit my last business, create a national company, didn't go too well towards the end, so I was forced to sell up part of it, shut part of it down. And when I came out, I said, What actually went wrong? You know, at 22, I started One Man in a Van. By 29, I was a CEO of this national board installation business. And I saw that there was a lack of education knowledge and training for tradespeople. yeah plumbers start plumbing businesses electricians start electrical businesses and builders build houses but who's teaching anybody in this market how to run a business and we've been very very successful in this space again we've done a couple of million in our first year as yeah. a startup and um having you having you on a podcast is just going to really reinforce the messaging to those guys watching but uh, we're, I'm really educating the industry to say, look, you have to evolve and level up if you want to grow your company. How have you been able to level up as you've gone from, you know, on the tools to ops manager to driving the sales to marketer to um, MD to CEO to building your senior team, understanding finance? Yeah. How have you, how have you got that education? Have you just forced it, and you've learned along the way? Yeah, look, I've
1: learned along the way, and and you know, your self business is, is is not a a short term project Mm -hmm. you know it's not an overnight success Mm -hmm. and you know I would probably say with your business without knowing too much I'd probably say you came to the front too quick and you couldn't stay there so you know I'd say to business, just come along nice and gradual Mm -hmm. and and maintain it and get through that and Mm -hmm. you know you eventually keep going forward and forward but long term project you know I've been doing well the Pimlico 41 years I've been in the industry you know uh, 60, 58 years I know I don't look old enough but you know I am and uh, (laughs) um, so so it's a long term project but but don't come to the front too quick and and yeah. you know uh, you know I watch yourself grow your business and and i personally think it, it got to the front too quick and couldn't stay there
0: absolutely spot on yeah you know i forced it through to national yeah. without realizing that i needed to stay there and have the money to maintain the operation yeah. and, and i think we probably um again when we've just we when we went to installations, we scaled it rapidly because there was big demand but when the um, leads and stuff stopped on a national level, I didn't really have any fallback because we were just chasing new business. We didn't do repeat yeah. custom, it was new installs. So there was a number of challenges. But again, as much as exiting that business and um, having to do what I had to do, the failure from that journey and the success has made me a much more well-rounded um, businessmen that can now educate and help people and say this is not what to do. Of course, yeah.
1: look, uh, you know, as you just said it, you know, I, I can't sit here and say it's been an easy ride. I mean, there's, you know, there's been, you know, when you get successful in business, mm-hmm. there's casualties on the way. It may be wives, it may be family, it may be friends, it may be your health, it may be your finances. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, there's many things that, that you're going to have to sacrifice to, mm-hmm. to get there. And, you know, uh, and certainly I've had that. Uh, I, I've, I've gone through them things. You know, there's been times when I was going to lose my ass. There mm-hmm. was times when I was nearly bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as is you there said...
0: one main time where you thought, this is it, the music stopped?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think um, early 90s, um, you know, I bought this new building in uh, Lambeth where we was going to move out of Pimlico mm-hmm. and all singing and dancing. And then four months later um you know evidently there's a big recession Mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. i must be the only one not see it coming but at at christmas i'd borrowed a quarter million pounds Mm -hmm. to buy this property and then in april of 91 um this this bank manager, um, who would happy to lend me the money, you know, all of a sudden I was the worst thing since sliced bread. Yeah. It was like, oh, what have you done? You bought this building and, and you know, you tried to get me to sell it for 50 grand. I paid quarter of a million pound. Obviously, you don't listen to them people. I mean, I have to be honest, you know, for me, bank are crooks in suits, mm-hmm. you know, avoid them as, as the best you can. And, you know, I learned my lesson from that. And, and anyhow, to try and get to what I'm trying to say, i I had a, i got I got rid of everybody, we changed their thing. we was also doing letting people um what do you do it run up a bit of credit and all that nonsense, mm-hmm. so we had more money owing us yeah, yeah, yeah. and we changed it from overnight to payment on completion yeah yeah, yeah. and that was a one of the best well, it, it was the best thing we'd done nice. that all of a sudden we're not going to go out of business we've got a good cash flow, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. people said to me at the time, you'll never make that happen, you know yeah. people are not there, but Credit cards was, was, was a, a great advantage. And, and now there's so many ways of paying. So mm. I'd say to anybody, you know, if you can run a business and, and um, you know, our, our term was payment on completion. Yeah. I mean, I even had it with all the company. You know, I said, if the queen rings us up tomorrow, she needs to pay us. If yeah, not, we're not yeah. going. So we saw, you know, I'd say to a business, Try and sort out your terms and conditions mm. with people before you turn up at the door. Mm. Give them an idea of what it's gonna cost, tell them what they're getting for their money, and also in- reinforce the point that it's payment on completion.
0: Incredible advice. I had a guy and one of our clients called me last night. He's like, look, we're really struggling. Cash flow's deteriorating fast, and I'm taking on more work, but I'm not collecting the cash. There you go. I said to him, what on earth are you doing? He said, like, well, I ain't got time, so I'm doing new work. I said, stop doing new work get the money in the bank and one thing i'll be thankful for that i learned from North Sugar was um he gave me an absolute pasting when i went into the boardroom one time when he realized that we were giving credit oh. to private customers oh. he was literally couldn't believe that that's what i'd been doing this whole yeah. time but so many trade people do that why well, do they do it well
1: they do it because that's that's what's been expected over mm. the years but you know the world's changed there's you know it's, it's a, a lot more difficult out there these days so you, you've got to say you have to lay your terms and conditions down and yeah. if that customer is not prepared to enter into that agreement fine let's get another customer that's happy with that and uh, you know the, most businesses go out of business because they're owed money by somebody else yeah. that's why they go out of business not because their product's bad not because they're not working hard enough it's because they've took their eye off the ball and they've let people have them over basically mm-hmm. so very very important is keep control of you, you know your work. I mean, look, at Pimlico. In the end, um, we're turning over 50 million a year, yeah. and uh, each week is sometimes a million, sometimes a bit more than a million. And the guys would go out and collect it. And if we left 20,000 pound that week out mm-hmm. out of a million pounds of work, then that would have been all. But that wasn't dead and buried. You know, mm-hmm. we our, our accounts would be onto them and getting payment off them yeah, a day yeah, or yeah. two later. But each month, there would, sorry, each week there would not be more than 20 grand worth of invoices outstanding. Run and run um, ship. Yeah, exactly. Run, yeah. run a tight ship. And, and, you know, if people were not prepared to do business your way and, and you can't come to an agreement, mm-hmm. then come away, you know, mm-hmm. move on kind of thing. I mean... You know you can work 24 hours a day um for nothing and not collect no money that's easy you know mm-hmm.
0: what i mean yeah 100 percent now um, again apprenticeships is something that you're a huge advocate for and again you know you've been driving that in the industry giving a lot of young people uh, the opportunity where does that come from
1: well that basically comes from you know that was the opportunity i was given mm-hmm. as an apprentice it's the best thing i ever that happened to me i wouldn't be here today the the company wouldn't have been formed and you know, many, many apprentices we've had over the years. I think it's about 1,400, 1,500. Yeah. And and now, I can't say all of them, but many of them now have their own business. They're, they're self-employed. They're doing okay. Um, and I said to all the many apprentices over the years what was said to me by by my tutor guy. He said, if, if you do an apprenticeship, you'll never be out of work yeah. and you'll earn loads of money. Yeah. And, and he's right. Like and, and you know I can say that now 50 years down the line yeah. I mean if you think tradesmen are, are dear now just mm-hmm. wait for a few more years because yeah. we're not getting enough apprentices out there we're not getting enough skilled tradesmen and um, you know you're going to you're going to make a fortune mm-hmm. if you become a tradesman now
0: and how do, you think, how do you think what do you think needs to be done to drive it again because People can just pick up TikTok or Instagram and they're more interested in becoming a content creator than they are going and um, you know pulling off a ball valve out the back of a toilet. Well,
1: um, <laughs> two things how do we
0: get them in the game?
1: Okay, well, two things. One is the government needs to come up with uh, an apprentice scheme that's government backed. Yep. Really simple, rather than give people uh, job benefit money, mm-hmm. turn it into a job allowance, give it to the employer who can then put that to a, a better wage for an apprentice. And oh, I believe from school level, um, you've either got a job, go to university or you go into a, a government-funded apprenticeship. That's the way to resolve the problem, resolves youth unemployment, resolves you know, a lot of crime on the street uh, and, and saves a lot of money. Um, I I believe the other way that you can encourage people, and and I have to well, just say, it. people like you, like Mm me, and many, many successful Mm -hmm. people that have done an apprenticeship, and, you know, now we're driving around in the flashy cars, got a nice home, nice whistle, um, that's all encouraging, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, there's nothing wrong that you see somebody that's got something nice and you want that, it done the trick for me. It does, does the trick for many, many people. And, you know, if you want to get a, a nice-ass big car, then, you know, you know there's nothing wrong with that being an encouragement. And do you
0: think that um, the construction industry can provide um, all of those things? I mean, you're living proof that it can.
1: Undoubtedly, you know, uh, I'm telling you now, you know, tradespeople, um, you, 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 your life's set, you know, with a trade now because of the massive, massive skill shortage. I mean, you know, and you, all this going green business that's going to happen with the government. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if anybody can't see the writing on the wall there, yeah. you know, just get a trade, get into heating, get into plumbing or just get a business. But mm. you, 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 I'm not going to say you can't fail, but you're leading on the right path. Yeah. And, and I believe in, in business or in life. All anybody needs is a direction. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be with them on the journey. It's not going to be a, a, an easy journey and it's going to be a long journey. But at the end of it is a pot of gold.
0: Lovely. Now tell me um, your thoughts on the Apprentice TV show. I know you made some statements, I think, in your book about um, you weren't too keen on it mm. or you didn't really like it. And I'm going to call you on something. Call me, a, actually,
1: call me. Just uh, bring it on. Bring it on.
0: I don't, I don't know whether. Uh, bring it on. Just bring it on. Yeah. When I won the Apprentice, someone tagged you in a tweet and a tweet with me, and you tweeted me and said, I wouldn't let that guy run a bath. Did I? Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. If I said it, I said it, yeah. Look, look, if, if I'm I was probably... i like Charlie, you're killing me, my man. <laughs> you, you've proved me wrong because, yeah. because um, you know, you, you, you've you been successful, but I was probably going by the majority of people on the yeah. apprenticeship. I mean, you know, I used to look at him and think, you got, like, a load of half-witch yeah. running around trying to please the Lord. Yeah. Okay, but a winner's a winner. Yeah. And... uh I, was, I said that at the time and uh, I changed my mind now. Here, here you are. So, no, I'm being honest. No, you know, I love it. Uh, um, but you got to remember some of them half wits on there, you know, I mean, uh, I wouldn't put them in charge of a broom. Yeah. But on saying that, a winner's a winner. And I think over the years, the program's got better yeah. and there's more better winners coming off it. Yeah. Um, and that's it, but some of them are arseholes, aren't they?
0: Because I was pleased when I um, DM'd you, actually, because I was thinking, oh, I wonder if he's going to reply or not. Because, um, um, obviously, from that time. And um, when you said, yes, yeah, you do the interview, I was absolutely buzzing. Yeah. Well, look, um, look it, again, I've always had a massive amount of respect. Look, look for me, it so. proves
1: the point. I'll say, look, look we're, we're not right all the time. Uh, and, and and also, you know, the couple of times I've met uh, Sugar, and he was going to yeah. sue me at one time yeah. over some nonsense. Um yeah. You know, I, I don't know the guy. I respect the guy yeah. as a businessman. I respect him as a family man, mm-hmm. and I respect him as a charity man. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we had a couple of little run-ins, and, yeah. and I would have think there's a little bit of mm-hmm. needle there. But, you know, you've got to, you've got to respect the man. And, and, look, a winner's a winner. That's, yeah. You know, there's no two ways about yeah. that.
0: And, again, you know, you've... Um... You, you've got a voice, and you know every, not everybody's going to get on, are they? Let's face it,
1: everybody's got views, and you've got very, course, very strong views. Of course, and... yeah, you know. But but say I stand to be corrected, and, mm. and I'm happy to be corrected yeah. because you know I, I like I like successful. I've got respect for anybody that goes to work. Yeah, I don't care if you're a road sweeper mm-hmm. or you're a bank manager. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got a job and you're part of society and you're contributing and and you're making life better for it all mm. round, then you know I would talk to. A road sweeper, the same as I talk to a bank manager, mm-hmm. A job's a job, and 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 I, and I feel unfortunately there's some people that can't go to work for for their own reasons. but anybody that can go to work and don't go to work I haven't got time of day for them.
0: What about um, doing a TV show? Um, around apprenticeships—is that something that you would yeah, do of course. again? Of course. Is it? Have you got anything in the pipeline that you thought about
1: like that? That's a plug. Pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Look, there's there's, there's plenty of um, offers going on there, and yeah. and i will probably being honest. I'd like to see a program. This probably sounds a bit like tongue in cheek, but called the Real Apprentice. Yeah. You know, because nice. as much as your program, it, it, it's yeah. not really got anything to do with apprentices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd just like to see. You know, people showing the real apprentice. You know, they come through their, their three years of training and, you know, the, you know they're qualified at that and, and then what they can achieve from it. But, um look, any programme, anything on the internet that can help people in business is a big plus. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, I'm all for that. You know, if I can help someone to be successful or just get a job, I'm all for that. And and I'd say to anybody, the most important thing, you know, to, to start off in your career is to get a job. It doesn't matter if you're sweeping up, making the tea or painting the walls, just get a job and it progresses from there. I mean, you know, I'm saying it, I started off an apprenticeship and if I hadn't done the apprenticeship, I'd have been job hopping and I'd probably be unemployed now because, you know, in the apprenticeship, as you know, it ties you in as a contract for three or four years. It means you can't really leave. They can't really get rid of you. And I've got to be honest. When I was doing it, I wanted to leave a thousand times. Mm. And they probably wanted to get rid of me a thousand yeah. times. But once you get over that initial, like, look, this is what I'm going to do. And and you listen to people. I mean, I, I remember a Tradesman used to say to me, "What you don't earn as apprentice, you'll get later." Mm-hmm. And I'll say that to someone there. You know, yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. expect to walk into, you know, uh, a great job to kick off with. But you know, slowly, slowly catch the monkey. People want
0: it too quick nowadays. Well,
1: well, it well that's it, and, and mm. there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but we have to be realistic, yeah. and uh, I'm just, you know, many, many businesses and successful people, it's not overnight success. Yeah. They've been around for years, they've failed on it, they've had a bumpy road. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest thing that, um, that went, nearly went wrong, and when I said to you in, in the recession in uh, early 90s, went along and see two liquidators. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go bust, we've had it, we owe money. Yeah. You know, and and uh, went to see one liquidator, and he said, "How much? How much do you owe?" And it was about three, four hundred grand. Mm-hmm. And he said, "How much you got?" I didn't have two bob. And he said, "Well, it ain't complicated. You need to go bust." Yeah. Went to see another liquidator, and he said same questions, and then he said, um, "You know, your ass. I'd, I'd put my ass up where I borrowed the money." And he said, "Look, if you go bust, you're going to lose your ass." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said, "Or oh, you'll probably lose your ass." He said, so you need to fight for it. And so I would say to anybody in business or anything, just keep fighting, Mm -hmm. never give in, never give in. Uh, Just keep going and keep going, as long as it's realistic. And, you know, we got out of that and turned it around in three or four years. Mm -hmm. Changed a lot, obviously, we had to change things. I was a lot more serious about it then. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking, well, this ain't a game. You know, I'm losing my ass. And, you know, you've got children and and Mm -hmm. wives and and you think, God, blimey. Um, But you've got to keep going. It's like a boxer. If you go down, you've got to Mm -hmm. get up. And, and there ain't no business going to be a smooth run. There's sleepless nights, there, there, there's worrying. Um, there, there's like, you know, am I going to make it? Uh, am I going to get there? You're short of money. Um, you're borrowing money. But let's not kid anyone. Once it gets going, you know, once you get on, on the right path, you know, it just keeps progressing and progressing and progressing.
0: Was there, was there one time when you um for I don't know maybe this is pretty cool like the day you got your first Bentley or your first home in Marbella or was yeah, there one cool that stands out to you and it was like yes yeah, is the moment
1: I, I would say when I bought my first Bentley um you know if I'm being honest I used to go work in a, a van like you know just when I first started off mm-hmm. and uh, you know a little cheap van and freezing cold, the heat and not working and all that. And, and I used to be driving into London and I'd see a Rolls Royce or a Bentley and I used to sort of say to myself, that would be me one day. And if I had guys in the van that I picked up going to work, I used to say, that would be me one day. And, and I had this, I think I was just kidding myself, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. But, but it did become me one yeah. day. You know what I mean? It did become me. And I think, now I look at it, I think, by putting that in my mind, I was determined to, that'll be me one day. And then, you know, I used to go into some of these lovely houses in in Belgravia or Chelsea, and I was thinking, this'll be me one day, yeah. and this is me one day, you know, so... Become a product of your environment. Yeah, I, th- I think you've got to have the thoughts yeah. in your mind. There's no point in, in thinking, you know, I'm not going to go anywhere, I'm not going to do anything. I mean, it's a level playing field out mm-hmm. there. There's lots of help with... with iPods like we're doing today, mm-hmm. and, and many other things you've done, mm-hmm. and and, and programs on the telly, whether it be Dragons Den Apprentice program, um, you know, there, there, there's there's a lot of help out there mm-hmm. today, and, and and I think you just got to look at it, take the bits out that you want, and 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 make the best of it, you know. I so say we all learn from somebody, mm-hmm. you know, like today, you know, someone will hear something I've said today and thinking, well, yeah, I, I, I'll use that, or I don't agree with him, but yeah. if you can pick up something. You know this, I mean, you, you yeah. know, you're sharp as a razor, mm-hmm. you know. You would have come here today and think, I'm going to get a suit like Charlie, yeah. <laughs> or something. You know what 100%, yeah. well, I mean? Well, there you go.
0: I want a penthouse like Charlie um, now. And, and if I <laughs> would just say this,
1: the, uh, I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm not sure, I think you might get it right. Right, I'm going to ask you, do you what's, the, what's the hardest thing in business, and I'm going to ask you what's the best thing in business. Mm-hmm. And the answer's the same. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is the hardest thing of running a business? Um... You're not going to get it because you'd have got it straight away, but... but Knowledge. No. Okay, the hardest thing in business Mm -hmm. is employing people, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. That's the hardest thing, you know, because people are are difficult to to get and get Mm -hmm. the right people, and you've got to go through many people, and there's lots of problems with Mm -hmm. employing Mm -hmm. people. Uh, But believe me, you're not going to be successful unless you employ people. And what's the best thing in business is employing people because that will allow your business to grow. Mm I have so many people ring me, bump into me, ask me the question. I'm at the stage where I'm running around doing estimate, I'm doing the plumbing, I'm doing the wages. What do I do next? Mm. I don't want to employ people, they say. And I say to them, it's exactly what you don't want to do, you have to do. And, you know, i I I worked out the more people I employ, putting it, uh, the more money I'm going to earn yeah, 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 you know the bigger the company's going to grow yeah. but for me the worst thing in business is employing people but it's also the best mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. for a business yeah. I, I don't know successful people I mean look at Lord Sugar his yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's work amount of people that he employs is tremendous um, and, and many other businesses I don't know of individual that doesn't employ people that's successful mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: yeah 100% and look, I've employed maybe a few hundred people in well, there you go years um i think my biggest but i used to hire people without knowing how to hire people it was like that's why i say knowledge because i would literally go right can you do the job yeah you guys you, say fantastic do you want the job oh you're a sales manager are you oh you must be able to um come in and sell oh you know marketing do you fantastic oh you, you're an accountant brilliant and then you're just hiring all these people not really understanding what no. their job roles are and then you hire a job's worth or some guy to screw something up, or you could probably let people go because you don't know how to manage them because you haven't got the knowledge.
1: Yeah, but, but uh, look, I'm with you with the knowledge, but mm. I'm just I'm probably trying to simplify yeah. it in a sense. And, and another great thing in business which you have to learn mm-hmm. is to delegate. Yeah. You think you've got to, everything's got to be you, you've got to do this, mm. you've got to do that. And all of a sudden, you, you get the, the right person doing your accounts and of course you're going to do it better than you. Yeah. you get the right person doing your recruitment. Yeah. And, but you've got to go gradual on it. And, and I also learned in business, uh, square pegs and round holes mm-hmm. don't work. You know, mm-hmm. you, if, if you want someone in accounts, get someone that does that. And when I first started off, I'd have some jobs worth come in the office, answer phones. Mm-hmm. No good at that. I'd move him into the accounts because, <laughs> you know, and then no good at that. Then I move him into recruitment. And all of a sudden it hit me and I'm thinking, what's going wrong? Yeah. You know, so Get the right person for the right job. Yeah. You know, it's a bit like you, you know, you, you you don't go in a butcher shop to buy some paint, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just using them terms. So important, right people for the right mm-hmm. job. And there's great people out there. You know, mm-hmm. not everybody wants to be the leader of a company. A lot of people are happy to work within a company mm-hmm. and, and make it successful. The other thing is, and I'm not telling you nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 just. This is what worked for me. I the other important, well. well, the other important thing, George, as you know, is looking after people that work mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. You know, if you're doing well, make sure they do well. Mm-hmm. You know, we give them an incentive to 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 come to work, to improve things. And you know, I'll use an example the furlough that the government come out with. Yes, we needed it for certain people. Uh, I think it was a bad decision the way they let it run on. Mm-hmm. And you had in the end the government giving people an incentive not to go to work. Yep. Pimlico Plumbers, we gave our work as an incentive to come to work. We have £20 a day bonus, free lunches, right. free drinks all day, parking. And, and, and I believe by giving people an incentive mm-hmm. to come to work, then it works for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, we flew through the, um, the pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. absolutely flew through it, had record months. Well, obviously, initially it, it kicked off like very bad. Every, like is everyone. that because
0: everyone wanted to upgrade their homes? They're stuck in
1: it and they want well, it improved. It or, wasn't so much that. It was more a more case demand. that, you know, you know, more people are at home, so you're going to be busy. But the fact that yeah. we was geared up for it, you know, we, yeah. we, we had the masks, we had the gloves, the footwear, yeah. we had sanitizers in, then we got the flow tested. I mean, three months before the government come up with it, we'd already provided our guys with testing equipment. Nice. And, you know, you've got someone at the house and they test outside, you know, that's it. So uh, I suppose... It's like, it, nothing clever, mm-hmm. it's just, it's common sense things yeah. and, you know, the problem with common sense is not that common. Mm-hmm. But don't complicate business and yeah. be realistic, but, you know, believe me, looking after your staff, I mean, you know, in a head in in course, we've got a gym, we've got a, a subsidised county, we've got a, a roof terrace, we have head massages in there for the oh, for nice. the staff. No, uh, no, no, no happy (laughs) endings. (laughs) No, I knew that was coming. Plumber to plumber, see? Um, But, you you know, and and people appreciate that, you know. And another thing we used to do in the business, and I'm not trying to say this is what me, um, we had a, you know, we have a great team working in there and, you know, we're all working together there and many ideas have come up. One of the things we used to do, if we had a... you know, a record day of number of jobs. Yeah. Then we'd do a free lunch in the canteen for nice. all the office staff, and it goes a long way. Yeah. You know, I've learned this over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you'd have asked me this 30 years ago, I'd have said, you know, no way in a million years. Yeah. So I've learned that, that you know, if you if you show people respect and you look after them, mm-hmm. uh, obviously you get rid of the nuisances and the pests. You can yeah. tell them a mile off, and uh, if you get good people on your side, then. You know, you've got a good chance of making your business successful, mm-hmm. but you can't do it on your own. Yeah. I mean, when I learned to delegate, I didn't even know the word. I couldn't even say the word. Mm-hmm. And, and I learned that someone said, you just got to you know, let people get on with it. Yeah. Some people are very good at their job. And, you know, uh, I thought I could do everything, and you can't, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Completely agree. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I when, when I exited Impra, I took my PA with me, and I took um, a videographer with me. It took two staff out of the hundred that were in that business at the time. And that was kind of Jan 2020. We've just hired our 22nd employee, been doing it for 15 months now. Our business has been very profitable, great scale. But again, just to back up what you're saying, I think for me, I'm, you know, as you, I'm wanting to grow the company. You've got to be layering in these skills, but people just wait too long because they're scared to hire. That's it. But nothing moves. If yeah. you haven't got people, you can't do anything. And you definitely can't do it on your own. And there is many things that I'm terrible at, but I'm good at bringing in people that can do them and making cool. them do. And that's
1: them. that's exactly it. Yeah. Look, I I only just learnt how to turn a computer on. Can yeah. I work one hardly hardly at all? Few yeah. bits and pieces. And uh, but but. I understand that I can get people in that are good at that job yeah. and and that's what you need to know you can't know everything and the other thing I, you know I know you know this and, and, and I'm sure most of the people that look in on this mm-hmm. would know this but one of the ingredients of being successful undoubtedly is hard work yeah. and a lot of people forget that mm-hmm. one you know it, it doesn't matter what uniform you've got a great uniform great van great service you've still got to, you've still got to work hard yeah. without the hard work it doesn't work and and this is say I've always tried to try and explain it, you know. You know, yeah, you can be of success in mm-hmm. business. Uh, someone had told me this, that, you know, it's a bit like making a cake. Mm-hmm. Not that I can cook, but, you know, you put a bit of this in, a bit of that, and a bit more sugar, and, and, and you eventually get the right recipe. Yeah. And with business, like, you put a, you know, bit of HR in it, a bit of PR, bit of marketing, a bit of, uh, you know, hard work, and, and then you take a bit out, you know what I mean? And yeah. eventually you get it, and I think that's... For me, I think it's a simple way to look at a business, you know, add a bit more of this out of it, take a bit more of that out, you know, and and eventually you'll get it right. Mm. Yeah.
0: One thing um, that uh, uh, I've seen you do a lot of is um, mixing, I suppose, politics with business. Or that's maybe in your own personal um, life, but kind of it all intertwines. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I've looked to want to get into politics... Um, maybe for the right reasons and maybe sometimes the wrong reasons, maybe to further my agenda in some things or get myself into different circles. But I suppose I don't, I've always kind of been a little bit sceptic or a little bit nervous to do so. It, you seem to have done it a lot. So how have you mixed politics with business? And is there any lessons from that? Or what would you recommend... Um, I should do, or anybody listening that wants to get into politics. And is there a right time? Does your biz- Do you need to be wealthy enough that you can have your voice without having it much repercussions? Or
1: well, yeah, a lot. Uh, again, you know, I didn't intend to get into politics, but mm-hmm. you know, as you know, I've you know done stuff with three or four different prime ministers mm-hmm. and, and and many, many MPs. And, uh, you know, at one time they put me down as an advisor to Cameron and, mm-hmm. and Osborne. You know, basically we used to talk about apprenticeships. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I just think don't, don't be scared to give your view and opinion. Yeah. We all have a, a view and opinion. And I just use common sense on things. Some people agree with me, some don't. But, you know, you've got to remember a lot of these... Politicians, and, and I'm not necessarily sitting here knocking them, but they're not necessarily in the real world. They don't mm-hmm. come from the working class, and you know I think we we learn certain things. And 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 my idea of, of just you know being involved with politics, it's really just giving my view and opinion, and giving a common sense opinion. And mm-hmm. you know it's fairly obvious we don't have enough working class people yeah. in politics or in that position. Because if we did, things would be uh, would run a lot more smoother. Because you know yourself, some of the Things that they they want to put in place or or or, or, or want to do away with is crazy. Yeah. So it wasn't a case I wanted to be in politics. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'll give my view and opinion, mm-hmm. and um, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But mm-hmm. let's be fair. A lot of it is just straightforward common sense. Yeah. You know, a bit like the you know vaccine. No job, no jab. Yeah. I yeah. came up with that, and I still stick by it today. Yeah. And I think if if it wasn't out there the vaccine, we would be locked down now. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Love that. And I suppose, you know, I think you're absolutely right from what I've seen. Again, you know, MPs have um, best intentions, but they're not necessarily from the real world. And I think, you know, a lot of people making policy that haven't come from uh, a business environment or running yeah. a company or understanding, you know, you mess with this up here gonna have this knock-on effect up here and it's all well and good to sit and make decisions in the boardroom but you gotta understand what impact that has on the ground exactly Um,
1: yeah i mean it's got to be practical about things but you you, you know as i say a lot of them are are, 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 you know they've had a privileged life yeah and and they don't know what it really is like in the workplace Mm -hmm. and they don't know what it is like to get around london and that and and you just have to be practical um and 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 you know, so it's not a case that I'm a politician. All I am is, is, you know, I speak from common sense. I speak from as a businessman. I can speak from as, a, you know, as an apprentice and, and where it's gone from there. And um, I just think we, we have voices and we need to be heard more.
0: How much do you think luck's got to do with success? because that's one that comes up a lot. Yeah, well, a lot. you're lucky, Charlie, because yeah. you know you were in Pimlico and you did this and you did that. Mm. Um, and this is what you hear, I'm sure you've heard
1: many oh, times. But all me, I think it's a load of bollocks. I mean, yep. uh, you know, if I relied on luck, I wouldn't have got up in the middle of the night, I wouldn't have worked hard, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had sleep this night, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't have you know, nearly gone bust. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I don't feel the luck comes into it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I would say that we're fortunate, and um, you know yourself, the more you put into something, the more you get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Create your yeah. own luck. If you do run a good business successful, you know, lots of people gain. You know, there's yep. there's lots of people that work for you, they've had great lives, they've bought houses, they, you know, they've, they've brought their family up on it. Um, and I have to say, you know, uh, as a business, um, you know, you need to get involved with, mm. with charities and, and um, you know, and that's a lovely thing to be in a position to be able to do that. Yep. So, um, you know, it's not just yourself that it gains from, mm-hmm. from being successful. Um, many, many other people, and, and I believe in what, you know, goes around, comes around. Yeah.
0: And do you think um, give, giving back is important when you oh, get success?
1: Undoubtedly, undoubtedly. You know, we was at the shooting star uh, ball on uh, Friday. You know, with Simon Cowe, Joan Collins, Keith Lemon, Lawrence Llewellyn, uh, uh, James Well, m- many others there. And oh, nice. you know, we're fortunate we could contribute to it mm-hmm. and and help the uh, shooting. Shooting star auspice, and um, they a record amount of money three hundred and twenty thousand and to be part of that is lovely once people have just got to get that confidence beyond them just got mm-hmm. to get moving and believe in yourself I mean you know this, you know yeah. this I mean you know so many people out there have got so much going for them, but it, it's just it 's just needing that bit of encouragement mm-hmm. you know rather than you know people keep kicking people when they 're down we, we we, we, we should be start encouraging. I mean, you know, if you're in America, everybody loves everybody. I mean, yep. you sell six hamburgers out there and you're great, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Over here, you like buy a new car and, and people are going, oh, you know, but you got to put that to one side. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, people used to say to me, you've been on the on the TV a lot. You, you get involved in this, you get involved in, in many things. And, um, you, you know, are you okay with that? Well, I'd rather it be me than than another plumbing yeah, company. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, I'd rather That's it be exactly. my plumbing company than your one yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah. But but now I'm out of that game. And yeah, I, I, look, I I, I will, I, you know, I will clap my hands to anybody that that goes to work and um, you know if they can make a, a a go of their business, then you know I've got total admiration from. And I know it's it, we use this term. Well, if I can do it, anyone can do it. I'm not going to use that term. But, um, you know, it's a level playing field out there.
0: Obviously, we're in the winter right now in the UK. Talk to me about Marbella. I know you love spending a lot of time out there. Is that your favourite place? Do you spend time elsewhere? Yeah. Um, Have you got houses all over or do you just stick with Marbella?
1: Wow. Where do we go? (laughs) Okay, so now I have a few houses here and there. Yeah. And, um, you know, Dubai is my my favourite place. Nice. But Marbella is a lot more easy and convenient. So, you know, Dubai. Marbella, London, and Vegas. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> Yeah,
0: I remember on um, you did a uh, another documentary with the American lady. I, I think oh, she's an American, Catherine Ryan, yeah, yeah, yeah. American comedian yeah. Yeah. as well. And I seen you over in Marbella, and you're just going around those villas, and those I can villas, still remember yeah. it, thinking, oh, I'm yeah. getting one of those villas, man. If Charlie's oh, yeah. getting one, I want one. Yeah, um, yeah well, you know, <laughs> and that's always inspiring. So it is, it literally does lift people up. I think mean, what you've done has had a huge impact on my journey in this space, and um, and it's shown me actually, look, this is what is achievable. This is what what can yeah. be done, yeah. um, and you open up. You know, you you break limiting beliefs for other people by achieving what you've achieved. And I think you know it's very very um, uh, special for everybody that's going to be watching this. So I'm going to hammer this out yeah, to look. so many people and get it seen um, everywhere. And I think there's going to be a lot to be learned from today.
1: Well, I, I, I hope so, also. And I, and I think you know, when you when you see a nice car and a nice apartment and nice things, you think, you know, I would like that. And and, and, and if, if that's going to drive you on, then that's a great that's a great thing to uh, look forward to. Because it's certainly what done it for me.
0: Amazing. How many times have you been offered over the years to sell, and how many times have you turned it down?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well. I'm over the moon with a sale. I think there's, a, there's, everyone's got a sale by date. And it was either a case of carrying on for another five or 10 years yeah. and go national and international, or, you know, move on. And uh, I want to move on to other things. So I think it was the right timing to go. And um, over the and who years- who you sell it to? Sorry? Who did you uh, sell an it American to? company called Neighborly. Yeah. Um, Are they digging
0: construction in the US, are they?
1: Yeah, they're the the biggest home service company in the world. Wow. And um, I think they're a very good company, and hopefully things go very well with them. My son's still CEO there, got 10% of the shares. And, you know, I I believe the company will go from strength to strength. Mm -hmm. And if it don't, then uh, I'll buy it back. Yeah. Um, It was a a big decision to get rid of it. It's been my life Mm -hmm. over 40 years, so I didn't take it lightly. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I give it a lot of serious thought, but... You know, I think I've come out of the top, incredible. and uh, there's no better time to come out.
0: Yeah, there's not many plumbing business owners in the world that have come out with that type of money. That's for damn sure. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a great company.
0: Literally, you know, incredible, incredible um, amount of money. But again, what you've built has um, justified the value. I think, um, um, for me, like... From the outside looking in again inspirational for anybody that wants to build a business because I think many people in this space won't realize that could ever be achieved but how long was the sales process was it quick was it long um, was it
1: yeah okay well they're, they're never quick and they're never mm. easy yeah um but you know it's all part of you know when, when you've been in business that long and you've gone through so many different things it's just another another sort of obstacle there that, that you work with or get over yeah um yeah, but it's like anything, it's, it's never an easy so We, had, we did have a, a, a lot of um, uh, interest, and a lot mm-hmm. of interest from abroad, you know, from uh, from uh, the Middle East. We had uh, also from France, Germany, uh, and America, mm-hmm. and, uh, and obviously in England, so there was a lot of interest in it. And again, I have to say, if you build up a brand, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, why did why did they want to buy Pimlico Plumbers? Because of course, the brand and the quality of service. Mm-hmm. And... Um, So there was a lot of interest and and, and once we have gone through them we, we, you know, there's some people we didn't want to sell to, I'll be honest to you, because I don't think that was right for the business, Mm. but according to these people's records, you know, they've they've got the right work ethics, Mm. Um, they're they're, they're a a known company, you know, now the largest in the world and uh, hopefully they take Pimlico Plumbers to the next stage, it needs to go national. Uh, and Excellent. then international. Yeah. And is that
0: what their is that what their ambition is? Can you say or?
1: I, I can I can say yeah. yeah. I mean Are they going um, to take yeah. Take it national. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, that was what we was going to do. Yeah. You know, that was the stage we was at, and and it, you know, we'd about to have gone on for another five years. Yeah. And um, you know, there is a sell-by date, and and of course, I, I I you know, you know, it's not an easy thing that I actually to do, but mm. uh, you've got to be competent in business, and yeah. and I believe it was. The, the right time to sell it, mm-hmm. uh, and certainly the right amount of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so over the moon with that. And, and again, Incredible. I don't know that you can plan these things in business, but, you know, you start from here, you mm-hmm. know, a man with a van, and if that's the end result you can get, then... You know, work towards it. You know, it, it, it hasn't just happened to me. There's many businesses yep. that have done the same, and you know, I know many businesses that they started off as an apprentice, or they started off at, you know, you, you know that at the bottom of the ladder, they started off as a tea boy, mm. they wind up as director, and and, and it, mm. it's that it. it's it's all about, as you know, Joseph how much you put into it, how much you yeah. get out of it.
0: Obviously, you've been a wealthy guy now for many, many years, uh, but what's it like to sell for that sum of money? Again, is it? Um, uh, what's the right terminology for it? Uh, is it like a kid in a sweet shop? Are you now like looking at what you can buy and what you want to go and get and what you're going to spend the money on? And can you share some of that? Are yeah, of the, course. Are you yeah. a yacht man? Are you a villa yeah. man? Are you a
1: okay. uh, plane um, man? Look, look. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm going to look after my family mm-hmm. out of it. I'm going to look after some of my friends. I'm going to look after some charities out of it. Uh, and and I'm going to you know have a good time out of it myself. Yep. You know, um, you know, I won't be the richest man in the graveyard, put it nice. like that. Um, you know, I think you, you, right, if, you if you've earned your money, and I don't believe in leaving it in the bank, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out and waste it, yeah. you know, obviously, but um, I can have even the better things in life now and 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 hopefully enjoy it with many other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, as I, I keep saying, the success of the business mm-hmm. it, it needs to be not just about me but many other people, and uh, you know, I mean. I don't know that life could get any better. Nice. And, and the good news is I haven't got to clean any more box toilets. <laughs> and um, cheers to that.
0: Incredible. So what is your next purchase then? What are you going for?
1: Um, okay. Well, What's uh, the next
0: big yeah, thing? Okay. Have, uh, have
1: you got one earmarked? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm buying a, 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 a another villa in Marbella. Nice. Which is the absolute nuts. Right on, right on the beach, absolute.
0: Can oh. you invite us to do a podcast there next? Can I why sick? not?
1: I mean, why not? You know, again, I'm going to say same, same old thing. If it helps people to motivate people and get them going, um, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, Part there's nothing two. wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And obviously, with the music business, that's that looks like it's lifting off for Rawa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, there's. You know, I, I don't believe in the word retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good for some people, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as you can see, I'm still a young man, yeah. and um, there's plenty to do out there. And, and I, I, I say, I have to be, I'm so um, gra- grateful that, you know, I can, I've done what's happened and I can carry on and yeah. hopefully uh, inspire many people into business. Because I use that term, we all learn from somebody. Yeah,
0: and I think, look, you're an incredible inspiration and for what you've done for so many people and done in business is going to help. Um, people for many many years and I think the more that um, you know you showcase a story and I know it's out there anyway but what we can do to get it to the right people it's going to help a lot so you know thanks for the time
1: yeah well you, you can see how I am doing this because mm. I, I know uh, you know air we learn from people and you can just look at something and watch it and think in you know i want to do that i want to you know and, and you know i've done it all my life you know yeah. I, I see different things i see a car and i think i want that and mm. i see somebody doing well in business and and i think you know i, I want to be like that and uh you know I, i'm not knocking reality stars but but you know at the end of the day this is a real world yeah. and uh i honestly believe that um if you work hard you've, got, you've mm. got to have the drive you've got to have the enthusiasm and, You know, you got to believe in yourself, and you got to think big. I say my biggest regret in business is not thinking bigger yeah. from the beginning. I mean, all I ever wanted to be was a plumber, yeah. and I thought myself that I do. You know, that that that's fine. And then, but if I'd have thought back then, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to employ people. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have a company. I want to, yeah. I want to sort of, um, uh, you know, buy a nice house. Mm-hmm. I want to buy a, a nice villa. I want to buy a nice car. I don't know why, but when we leave school, you know, they pretty much destroy you in the sense that you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. And, you know, when I remember leaving school and the, the, the recruitment guys are saying, oh, you're lucky, you, 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 you know, the best you can get because you ain't that academic is, um, is like a job in a building trade, yeah. get a trade. But he looked on it as if it was a bad move and I'm yeah. thinking to myself... God, you know, thank, thank God I, I, I sort of, you know, had that mm. opportunity, yeah. you know, and, and somebody offered me that opportunity, and I'd say to anybody, you know, there is opportunities out there, Their doors do open, but you've got to be someone that can react accordingly, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and you know, I know you're like mm. that because mm. you, you've you, done the plumbing, mm. you're moving on there to, to doing the podcast. I really hope that um, today that people will look at this podcast mm. and... Get something out of it, you know, and move on. You know, it's a level playing field out there, Josie. Yeah.
0: On that note, my man, just want to say thank you very much and um, check out the podcast and go follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, anywhere else you want to be found.
1: Yeah, and actually, look, I, I have a book out there and, and I'm not promoting the nah, book. No, go
0: for it. Promote, but, promote, promote. Um,
1: it's a Bog Standard Business and um you know it's an autobiography and business tips and mm. you know it's pretty pretty you know to the point kind of thing and you know a lot of people said that it's helped them and and it's just exactly as i'm talking today there's there's nothing new in it but where are they going
0: to get it from amazon fuck knows
1: i mean <laughs> i, I would not have a clue um but all, all the money goes to children do you know that
0: <laughs> it'll be on amazon online um, yeah. waterstones incredible awesome charlie you've been an absolute superstar. Thanks for letting us into your home, into your life and uh, inspiring so many people. Thank you. And keep doing what you're doing, Joseph. Thank you, my man. Cheers. Head over to www.trademastermind.co.uk to find out more. Or follow us on social media. At Trademastermind or at Mr. Joseph Valente.